From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, March 15th. I'm Sarah Wright. Outgoing CEO Carmel Angelo received accolades from colleagues at the county, state, and congressional levels, as well as some criticism from local gadflies at her send-off in this morning's Board of Supervisors meeting. And an agreement with Redwood Community Services to operate the critical residential treatment mental health care facility in Ukiah passed narrowly, with Supervisors Glenn McGordy and John Haschak dissenting. Senator Mike McGuire called in to present the first of several awards for the retiring CEO, invoking the many fires, power outages, and COVID-related disasters that have taken place during Angelo's tenure. She's always been a tenacious advocate for rural California, but most importantly, she has been a successful advocate for coastal and inland Mendocino County. Assemblymember Jim Wood, who chairs the Health Committee, added that he believes Angelo's background as a nurse enhanced her effectiveness as a leader. Congressman Jared Huffman chimed in with a video extolling her leadership skills. Former Supervisor Carrie Brown emphasized Angelo's networking with state organizations like Rural Counties Representatives of California and California State Association of Counties, saying her work at the state level had been an immeasurable benefit to Mendocino. John Sakowitz criticized the layoffs and salary freeze during the last recession as well as using contractors to provide mental health care. Anna Stockel complained about Angelo's pay. Like many of Angelo's colleagues, County Council Christian Curtis recalled the 2017 Redwood Complex fire. And some of the work during that time is still my proudest moments in government. Uh, I remember in particular um, the moment that the state authorized the over-excavation remediation program and all of the work that had gone into that. And it just really helped me sort of redefine what was possible to get from the state or, or federal government uh, in terms of, of aid and assistance for the people people who really needed it. Like fires, mental health care is one of the main time and money-consuming concerns besetting local government. In December, construction on a critical residential treatment facility on Orchard Avenue in Ukiah was completed. And the board approved the teardown of a former nursing home on Whitmore Lane, also in Ukiah, in order to construct a psychiatric health care facility on the site. Those projects have long been goals for the monies raised by Measure B, the half-cent sales tax local voters imposed on themselves to fund mental health care facilities. Today, the board approved a two-year contract with Redwood Community Services for a little over $1.8 million to run the critical residential treatment facility. Supervisor Glenn McGordy raised a number of concerns. The uh, lease is a dollar a month, and while I understand that the county is trying to subsidize this facility, I just have some real concerns about, you know, having adequate funding for, for things like maintenance, because this is going to be used 24-7, and I want our facilities to be top-notch, especially for for those that are receiving the public and where we have people staying. I'm concerned that there there's no maintenance budget, and as we're later going to talk about in parks, uh, a lack of maintenance in Mendocino County is, you know, extraordinary. So I want to be assured that we have some way of putting money aside into some sort of reserve account. Uh, so that we properly take care of a facility that's going to receive heavy use. I'm I'm very excited about the fact that we now have uh, an additional mental health facility in Mendocino County that serves a very special niche purpose, and that's for transition when people are ill to coming back to uh, a more normal pace where they can be kind of accompanied and, and helped. The other thing I'm very concerned about, too, is we start going into uh, things that are funded by Measure B, I want to be sure that our facilities are available to everybody, not just those on Medi-Cal. There should be a way for private insurance to be able to access our facilities. We're now going to have two facilities that uh, will be receiving mostly Medi-Cal patients. At this point, I don't think that there's anything in there 
for how to take in uh, private insurance. Dr. Janine Miller, who heads up the county's behavioral health department, said the county is responsible for Medi-Cal and indigent patients and that private insurance companies make their own business decisions. She suggested setting aside some Measure B funds as a contingency for non-Medi-Cal clients in the event that their insurance does not pay for mental health care services provided by the county. Jan McGordy, a longtime mental health care advocate who's also married to the supervisor, said during public comment that she believes the board needs more information about the contract. I understand that the $900,000 per year going to the contractor um, to provide initial services It doesn't say in the contract that that would be repaid if there's Medi-Cal payment. So that concerns me that on top of what Medi-Cal brings, that they will just keep that $900,000 a year. So where's the budget? That's my question. Where's the budget? Where's an estimated annual income and expense sheet? Also, there's no specific details of what services will be provided. And finally, there seems to be um, a conflict of interest since RCS, who is the contractor, is the same as RQMC or a division of RQMC. So <clears throat> where will oversight be? Who's going to look after this? We never see financials from RCS. Also, um, is it possible to get a billing contractor to provide um, for the private um, insurance billing? Miller said the billing decisions were the contractor's purview. Hashtag also noted that the board does not know exactly what the upkeep costs at the facility will be. Supervisor Maureen Mulhern moved approval of the contract, saying she believes the county and RCS are up to the challenge. Knowing that we need the licensing, also knowing that there was a request for proposals that went out, and this is the only qualified bidder that applied for this contract, I would like to see it approved today. I do think that it's important for Dr. Miller and the board to carefully watch um, the expenses and make sure that we are getting our reimbursements, and I trust that... um, the contractor will be able to do that. The board approved the contract 3-2 to two with McGordian hashtag dissenting. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.